Uh, two more, two, three more things on Washington, and we'll move on to baseball. The college football, pick of the litter, dog of the day, and that kind of thing. Um, first half, they're all sleepwalking. They, you know, they look like they didn't want to be there. They didn't, they, they, you're watching going, how, how can they not put effort into it? Anyway, that's what I saw in the first. Uh, and Ron Rivera is a terrible coach, plain and simple. Don't anybody try and call my call this show and try and change my mind. Call the show. <coughs> Excuse me, but you're not going to change my mind. Uh, I mentioned earlier about why was Amazon showing Chase Young so much and done it for three years. Uh, one observation, of course, another one is that, that uh, Sam Howell is doing a good job. He's a rookie for all intent and purposes. <coughs> Sorry about that. Got the uh, the frog. The, the frogs are barking. Um, Sam Howell has to learn pocket awareness be aware of what's going on when you take off running no don't run into the pile of men that are on the other side that are, that are in a color, different colored jersey they're trying to plant you and that's what he seems to do as much as well as he takes off and runs he runs well but he also runs right into the thicket right into the opposing defensive lineman so he's got to get pocket awareness and know when to throw the ball and throw it sooner and lastly, and the last thing I'll say, callers can call in and talk. I'm not going to talk about it. The get rid of the black, the, a full black uniform. It's like a knockoff Steelers uniform. It's, yeah, but it's not as nice as the Steelers with their yeah, gold, with their gold pants. You know, they're wearing all black, and it it looks stupid. It's ugly. It has absolutely nothing to do with the history of the franchise. Well, what was the you saw the nothing. all every what everyone was wearing out there burgundy, gold, white. Yeah. None of it was that was that that color that uniform. I'm sure there's someone out there who thinks it's a cool uniform, but is it terrible? It, it's absolutely terrible uniform. It's, it's it's just get rid of it. Why? I know when they announced the new team and they came out with new uniforms and they had an all black uniform. It's like. I mean, that's worse How than stupid that, are the people that run the Redskins? That, I think that's worse than the Seahawks neon that neon Ugh. green thing they have, and then yeah. the Dolphins that creamsicle they did one time. They gave yeah. up, never went back to it. No, then they the need, Commanders need to give up on. They got they got the black uniform is ugly, and they, I, don't, I think they've lost it every time they've played in it. It's stupid, and again, it has nothing to do with the, the the franchise. And one more thought on the game, and Griper, I'm getting right to you here. The um, my, I was thinking in the middle of the second quarter. Why doesn't why doesn't Rivera, or sleeping with the enemy, as the old saying was, uh, why doesn't one of them jerk all five offensive linemen off the field and put in the second unit? Can they do worse? Maybe, maybe not. I'm thinking they can't do worse. The Bears had five sacks last night. They had two in four games. That's a half a sack a game. They had five last night. Just jerk them out. Just take them all out. Sit down, guys, so you all learn to man up and play with heart and want to. Play with heart. Play with want to. You go, you put in the second string total, second string offensive line. What the hell? What do you got to lose? You, you ain't going anywhere, Gunga Den. You ain't going anywhere. All right, Griper, good morning. What do you got to Griper, good to see you and boy Toy Roy. The face that sank a thousand ships, Dr. Grisado. What do you got there, Hoss? All I can say, Alice, turn out the lights. 
That party's over. Yes, indeed. Have a couple guys that was down there yesterday that were worried that Washington might win more than seven games, and that's where they bet. I think their money's safe. <laughs> yeah, you got to look at the. Yeah, you, listen, as I said earlier, one of the things is they had in front of them, everyone viewed it, including me, is three very winnable games. Bears at home, Atlanta on the road, Giants on the road. There's no such thing anymore. There's no such thing as – because, as I said earlier, the teams that are playing are looking at Washington and saying, hey, this is a winnable game. This is a game we should and could win. Absolutely. Uh, uh, let me just say an uh, uh, unpaid solicitation his announcement here, but we had a great time down at Gus's. Uh, wonderful service, good food. Everybody had a great time. It was. It was a lot of fun. A lot of fun. And you know, you guys came in, you had the good folks there with you. Alan Katz, I knew him from a while back. He used to run the Attorney General's office. And, uh, of course, you had uh, Roy Grisardo and two other fine gentlemen. And just, uh, yeah, it was a good time. And they put out a great plate of food. So Always, did, always fun. Had, had a good time there. And, and here's the quick Elmont story to follow up. Back in high school at Thomas Jefferson, we were playing Manchester at, at the Parker Field. And there was a kickoff. Lo and behold, a guy gets hit, everybody's going crazy, trying to fumble, find a fumble. Roy dives on the helmet, thinking that he had recovered a fumble down there, close to the end zone. He's going crazy, everybody's going crazy. It's a damn helmet. <laughs> Elmont Roy recovered a helmet. Yes. And just for another name, Elmont Roy thinks, and I'm not sure, but he thinks it was Jamie Arcasian from Manchester that was carrying the ball. But regardless, Roy's all thrilled to death. So we were like, Roy, it's a damn helmet. <laughs> did, did y'all Relax, have... Roy. <laughs> You'll be okay, boy. <laughs> uh, I'll try this again. Did, did you guys have face masks then or not? Say that again? Did y'all have face masks? Yes. So how in the hell do you think it's a football? It's hard, it's hard as asphalt, and it's got a, got a face mask on it. What was, hey, he, what was well, he thinking? You know Roy, so I don't have to tell you anymore. We won't go too far to that, but, but you know, it was just, just one of those things. It was a big hit when we looked at the game film that Saturday morning. Yeah, I'll, but bet, anyway. I'll bet it was. I'll bet it was. Yes, but, wait a minute. Did you win the game or not? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, no no problem there. But, uh, yeah, it uh, – Again, I, I'll just be brief. Don't want to beat it up. We all had a great time. Looking forward to the next time we can get some there and hopefully get a few more guys in there. Well, it was fun. He brought in five guys, and y'all, and it was a good time. And food, as I said, is outstanding. And it's just a, it's a great place to go for lunch. And especially, it it was a lot of fun. You see a lot of guys that you knew in high school from another high school and guys that you heard of and you meet, like Bill Chambers. I know Bill from a long time ago. We played some ball together. Wonderful ball player. Well of a ball player. And, uh, you know, Ron Pomfrey and the rest of the crew, we, we all had a great time. They had a great time. So it's all good. If, if somebody's looking, and, you know, it sounds like I'm getting paid for this. You know, uh, you haven't even paid us for the last time we were down there. But that's another story. Uh, <laughs> I'm listening. But, uh, everybody just, you know, it's, it, it is a cool thing for, <laughs> for guys that like sports. You don't have to play sports. Just like sports. Yeah. You can come down there and have some fun. <clears throat> 
All right, Donkey. Well, thank you. Thanks for coming out. You know, text me, email me, call me when you've got another crew coming in, and I'll, I'll let Scott and Lisa Stout know uh, what's happening. So thank you. Will do. Please tell Scott thanks for a great time. All right. Well, hey, thank you. And I like the helmet story. <laughs> that was a classic. As he got the helmet, he's got things against the football. All right. Thank you, Griper. Always good to hear from you. All right, Al. You rock on. You guys hey, have a great weekend. T- tell Jerry Lindquist hello for me, will you? Oh, okay. And I'm going to send you the uh, the uh, address for the uh, sports blog that we do. All right. Please do. All right. Thank yeah, you, have, have some fun. All right. Thank you. Bye. All right. Uh, Larry, you, uh, we give you one or two minutes here, or you can hold through the pause. We'll give you a few more minutes. You want to hold through the quick pause? Uh, I guess. Oh, jeez. Oh, guy. You got you to gotta walk through hell carrying cinder blocks again, don't you? Jeez almighty. Listen to that enthusiasm. Oh, I guess. Well, uh, the defensive coordinator of the Waterboys team, I guess I'll hold through the ball. Uh, hang on. We'll get to you. I'm trying to do you a favor there, Moose Brain. Stay with us. Every morning at 10, it's Greeny. Starting at 10 o'clock after Sports Phone with Big Al on 1061 ESPN. Streaming live on the iHeartRadio app. See, Larry, that wasn't so bad. Larry's with us this morning. What pearls of wisdom are you gonna are you gonna lay on us today? Are you gonna inspire us with today, Larry? Go right that ahead. Opening uh, music you just came on with there was from the Hurricane, Clarence Carter. Um, that was. Uh, did you ever see the Hurricane with Denzel? Uh, are you talking about uh, the Bob Dylan song about? Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, a movie that. Uh, uh, Bob Dylan had done a song, sung a song about Hurricane Carter back in the seventies, uh, and it, what was his what was his real first name? Hurricane Carter. He got accused of murder and allegedly did not do it. And they finally sprung him from jail. He had people pulling for him. Uh, your ex girlfriend, uh, I think, was doing it. What's her name? The folk singer. Uh, back from you, the li- you lived through that. Now I did a lot yes, of research. Yes, I did. Maybe. I went to see Patty Hearst in jail, and they wouldn't let me in. So there you go. That's my high watermark of my life. What do you got today, there? Let's not talk about me anymore. Let's go. I don't want to talk about me. My, I want to finish this. I want, I'm, I'm almost there. I want to finish Ugh. it. Uh, Claire, uh, the hurricane. So I did a lot of research because I watched it, and it was an emotional movie for me, and I was on his side during the movie. Now, you lived through it. Was it actually – I read reports that it was he might have still killed killed them. Is that true? Reuben Hurricane Carter just came to me. I don't know if he killed him or not. I mean, I, yeah, I was living there, but it wasn't like it was, you know, you know, breaking news that started every national newscast at 630. It wasn't anything like that. It was up in Patterson, New Jersey. And so it yeah. did, didn't really impact uh, those of us. And I was living in California at the time, and or, and or Central Virginia later. I mean, it's, it's not like it impacted my life. Uh, you know, I, two guys supposedly killed him, and I think they righted the wrong, as I recall. And, and most of ten, Joan Baez, your firm, former girlfriend, was pretty much promoting getting him free, and he didn't do it. And Bob Dylan wrote the song. This is the story of the hurricane. You know, I know uh, Robert the Bruce will find it for us. And it's a great song, good music. I mean, the music's great, and the lyrics are typical D- Dylan, so you can't go wrong. He'll be in town here real soon, and I know you're buying me a ticket, so thank you. Oh, what else you got there, Lawrence? 
Uh, what were you doing in uh, Long Beach, California at the time? Who was? Me? No, yeah, where were you in Cali? All right, this is the last question I'm asking. I'm answering about me. I don't like to talk about me on the air. It's not about me. People don't care about what I did, who I am, or what's going on in my life. The fact I lived in Palo Alto, Northern California. Oh my gosh! Look at you, big bucks. That's it didn't nice. ta- no, 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 no. You've totally got it wrong. Buy me a milkshake. I'll give you the full story. Whistle. Now let's talk about sports. What do you got, Larry? Or we're going to have to cut you loose. Well, I wanted I wanted to call and just I thought you were being a little too hard on the Redskins. Well, you're thinking you're, wrong. You're, th- you're thinking wrong. But go ahead. I know you're a lifelong fan, and I, I'm here to help <laughs> you. Um, I just felt like I think Chase Young. I, Freaking IRS. Yeah, I understand what you're saying about him, but listen, the guy's got a lot of passion and fire. He he's not. And he's a pimple. He's a pimple. He actually he got he wasn't bad last night. He did pretty well, but oh, he's not a, a Bosa or a Parsons like a game record that he's supposed to be. Which I agree with you. I understand your your um <laughs> your your upset your uh, anger. Oh, I'm not upset. I'm not angry. I'm used to it. Yeah, but you, I think I feel bad for you. I wish. I don't wish. Feel, don't. Do you wish? Hold on. Let me ask you one well, more. Per, don't tell me to hold on. Question. Just do what you got to say, Larry. Are you, would you, if the Redskins won a Super Bowl, would you cry? No. They won three. Uh, so you don't even care that much then. I would be happy. What am I going to cry for? Yeah, football games are tears of, of, of joy. Yeah, you're happy they win. It's a football. Are you kidding Larry. Larry, if you, got ran, if you got ran over a steamroller, would they hang you up on a hanger? <laughs> I mean, don't talk I, about me. Damn it. I, I cried six straight years when the VCU goes out of the NCAA tournament. Well, right? and my one one year, my son looked at me and goes, "Dad, why are you crying?" I go, "Larry, because I love this team." Okay, good. I'm, I, I'm a big Redskins fan since before you were born, but I'm not gonna cry if they win. I'm gonna be happy. So you're not a true super fan like I was. Oh, but. let's go, Larry. Let's not. We're, again, we're focusing on me. Goodbye. Call back when you can. Goodbye. We're going to let you go now because don't talk about me. I don't want to hear you talk about me, Larry. I don't want to talk about me on the radio. It's not about me. Now stop. Stop, Larry. I can confirm I probably would cry at the Dolphins out of happiness. I would probably cry. That's I know how. there are tears of joy, but I, <laughs> I will, I'm a 68 year old grown man. Well, I'm going to cry if they win. First of all, first of all, they're not going to win the Super Bowl, Washington. I don't have to worry about it. I'll be well. long dead before they even sniff it. I, I think the same thing happened with my team. Um, no, you'll live to see the Dolphins win. I don't you? know, but I'm not. We're kidding. only 26. I'm not kidding. I might. Um, just it's just the it's not just that they won. It's just that they've been bad. Like if the Heat won it again, they almost they I'm going to say they almost won it this past season. So I wouldn't cry. I'd be very happy. But the Dolphins have sucked. They're mediocre, so I'd probably there might be a tear or two that came out. Just absolute jubilation. Not like sobbing, but I'd probably be like, I cannot believe this actually happened. <laughs> Two layers credit, I will say. I, I would put money on that you would not have a tear of joy. You'd be very happy, ecstatic, running around, jumping, hollering and hooping, and that's all great. You're twenty six years old. But I don't I I'll go against a tear of a joy. I I don't think you know how much pain they brought me. <laughs> Oh, I, oh, what? What? I'm not talking about what? you don't understand. You don't. You don't understand. I'm saying you don't. You don't. You haven't seen some of my my Sundays with the Dolphins. 
If you don't, if you, do don't, you do, you're talking to. A, I know. I've been know, doing you, this longer than you, and, and suffering more pain than you over this time. I can guarantee you, I will shed a tear if the Dolphins win the Super Bowl. I okay, guarantee. Okay, fine, great, do that. All right, yeah, no problem. I, you know, I was just thinking you wouldn't, but hey, if you do, that's God bless America. D- don't tell me about pain on Sundays. I mean, I've been around long, longer Sundays, more a lot more Sundays than you have, and a lot of pain. Washington had one good, one good. The thing that tickles me to death is when people say, "Well, the the uh, the historic franchise of Washington, they had thirty-seven through forty-two, nineteen thirty-seven to nineteen forty-two, they they had a good, they won a couple titles, and from Lombardi, Lombardi to um, to Joe Gibbs one they had a real good run." Now, when Lombardi died, Bill Austin took over. They were six and eight, but you know, they had George Allen after that, and he won. Then Jack Pardee came in, had three years, and he was twenty-four up and twenty-four down, and got fired for Joe Gibbs. So, yeah, you know, it's, but it's not a historic franchise. Uh, Espo, what do you got, Espo? <clears throat> I, I told Robert I'm going to nominate Larry for our group encounter, so we can all do primal screams and sing Kumbaya and talk about our feelings. All those fun things we. We like to do. God like to do. My business is my business, and I don't want to talk. I mean, I, I don't know I what the hell he's doing. Point two percent. Do what? No question. Hey, I, I agree with you. Hundred percent. That's your business. I mean, don't talk about me. I don't want to talk about me on the air. You know, go find yourself a buffalo and ride it backwards <laughs> down a hill fast. Anything. <laughs> Lie on a railroad track and see if you can get your butt off before the train cuts you into three parts. Well, Larry's still smarting from his. Uh, oh, well, get over it. His, his 50 50 loss where he donated back and didn't get the proper accolade. Yeah. <laughs> it's just turning that notion of charity right on its head. Uh, anyway, what do you got today? Let's not talk about me or Larry. What do you got? Uh, where do we rate Howells now? We, we, we were, he was all world last week in a, in a loss. He's, he threw for a lot of yards. I watched him. I. I still think he's where he was. I think he's a middle of the pack kind of guy, in my view. Do you think he's any better? Well, I, th- I think he's had. I, I don't think this. He's had six starts in the National Football League. If he's middle of the pack, right. I'm happy. Oh, okay. No, mm-hmm. I, I thought they were thinking more from him. You know? No, if he's middle of the pack, I'm happy. I mean, how can I? Well, he's he, 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 there. He's six six starts. I like to give people breaks. Yeah. It's like the quarterback, uh, uh, Calandria, for Virginia. Uh, yeah, he should have taken his helmet off and pro- profiled and all that. But he's an 18-year-old freshman. Freshman in college, 18-year-old, just made an 18-yard two-point play. Hey, man, he was fired up. And he cost him, but he'll learn from it. Mistakes yeah. are, are made to learn from, and that's what that's what Hal's doing. Well, you hope so. You hope he is. I mean, I've heard the same about Pickett for two years with the Steelers, and I'm still not sold on that guy. No, nah, he's uh, he's taking a step back his sophomore year. Yeah, but he never was that good to begin with. You know, it's it's, it's not like Marino comes in and all of a sudden he becomes, uh, uh, you know, some backup. I mean, they thought Pickett was going to be the next coming. I thought Trubisky was a better quarterback personally. I thought Pickett. You know. I thought Pickett shouldn't have charged, but he was told to do so, and he didn't want to do it, but he did it anyway. Yeah. Well. <laughs> uh, for, for your sake, I think you need a new coach. I mean, it, oh. 
They look they, they look flat. I mean, they they really didn't look like a football team last. No, year. the first half they were pathetic. And when you got to, when you got to see your 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 rookie cornerback pick number sixteen get get torched like Johnny Flame from the Fantastic Four, you know, Flame on. Oh, that, he, he was just was he was getting he was tied to a chair and they had a Bunsen burner right up right behind right below him, and they kept turning no, he, they kept turning it up. He's well, small framed, you know. He's gonna get beat up in that league. Uh, that, it, but. Yeah, that might be the case. And, uh, and, and you know, by the middle of the third quarter, Ron Rivera had his thought process. Uh, well, I, heard, I heard they had a committee meeting, and then they put, then they break down into small groups and did a PowerPoint presentation there on the sideline and uh, did all the corporate stuff that does absolutely nothing, and <laughs> finally took him out. <laughs> <laughs> oh me! Well, you know, you've got you got your defense coordinator, you got your defensive coaches, you got your secondary coach, and if they can't see after he got torched by by uh, Brown from Philadelphia for a buck seventy five and two or three touchdowns, he's getting torched by Moore, who came in the game with uh, you know not much of a resume this year, and no. he torched her for two hundred and third. Well, I need to get them all, but yeah, I mean. Why is there a thought process? You know, well, Slombardi, get well, the, what the hell's going on? Here's, here's get him off the field. Get him off the field now. I mean, don't you do film study? Don't you kind of know the matchups where you're weak and where you're strong? Don't you know before the game this guy needs some help? But yet they put him on an island and go, hey, cover the best guy they got. And, and if you get burned a few times, you know, that's okay. Well, somebody brought it up earlier. Let me tell you this. Somebody brought this up earlier um, about why weren't they, you know, giving them help, two t- uh, double teaming uh, more? Yeah. Because let's look at the box score here, Hoss. Listen to this. Look at, listen, Moore had 10 targets, eight catches, 233 touchdowns. Commit the tight end. The tight end had five catches, 42 yards. And then one of the receiver had two receptions for 10 yards. Nobody else caught so much as a, a slight cold. Nothing. These other guys, no one else was a threat. And yet they can't cover, they can't help out. It, now, I don't know X's and O's, and I can't break down film. And I can't tell you the last time that uh, Jason or, or Fields were. You know, was brushing his teeth with with Colgate too. I don't know, but I do know that you need to give a guy a lot of help when he's getting his ass. Excuse me, his butt beat like a like a like a drum in the, in the marching right. band. Well, you, you remember Ray Long, a legendary coach at Patrick Henry. I learned this from Ray one day talking to him, and I said, Ray, what's the secret? He says the secret of football is find the weak sister and work them and work them and work them. And he was right. You find the weak spot on the defense, and you just work it until they make an adjustment. The Redskins apparently don't make adjustments. I mean, no. they did nothing to help him. No. Not, not a safety over the top, not a chuck, nothing. No. It's just amazing. I mean, they're, 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 the, they're the organization which is, we got a plan and we're sticking to it no matter what the result Well, they're off until uh, Sunday the 15th. This is Friday the uh, the 6th. Now would be the time to fire Del Rio dogfight. Now's the time yeah. to do it. I mean, now's the well, time. Both of them. Yeah, well, no sweat, no sweat off my leg. No. No. And, and you got you got the enemy in waiting there. Give him a shot. Can he do any worse? I mean, the lose to that team is pretty pretty pathetic. That is not a good football team, the Bears. No, they're Dick not. Butkus, I, he, I'm sure Dick Butkus died from watching that team. I, mean, I, I would have too. No, yeah. no, no. Dick Butkus, Dick Butkus was on the field last night. He was the twelfth man. I know. Yeah. All right, partner. We got to roll. Thank you as always. All right, brother. Take, 
Take care. Sorry, old 51's not around to run around anymore and point at people. And yeah. I, I look across, how about when he used to look across the field and see a kid smiling and decide that that guy hated him and he was going to take it out? <laughs> <laughs> that was unbelievable. Oh, boy. All right, partner. We got to roll. Thank you. Take care. All right. Thank Bye. you very much. Uh, boy, Toy Roy, uh, we've got to take a pause here. It's 930. Get to hear from our five sponsors. I can give you one or two minutes here. You can wait and have about a couple more on the other side after our pause. Which do you choose to do here on Jeopardy? Uh, uh, really go now. Go uh, now. Go now, then. Go. All right. It'll be quick. Uh, it, it, for truth and transparency, uh, <laughs> yes, it was Jamie occasion, and when his helmet came off, just, you know, caught it over the corner of my <laughs> then-fading vision, and, uh, uh, you know, it's coming over the pile, and it just, it, it was something that was unattached, and I was just thinking football, and, and I went for it. Now, as soon as I got it, I knew it was it was the helmet. <laughs> yeah, mask and all, <laughs> hard. But uh, yeah, it gave three, four thousand people a good laugh. And the and the funny thing about it, <clears throat> my wife uh, at the time uh, she was a Huguenot graduate, but uh, she'd gone to Manchester game, and I'd never m- met her. It'd be six, seven years until I would even meet her. Uh, wound up being married to her for forty six years until she passed, and. Uh, uh, the fact is that she was sitting in the sands and saw that uh, guy do that <laughs> that part of field, never figuring that she's going to live 46 years with him. So, uh, uh, so that was a funny incident that uh, the griper brought up. I wish it was on film or tape somewhere and we could get it on YouTube and watch it, but who knows where it is now? Probably somewhere in the county city dump. To the other end zone with it. <laughs> That's but, that uh, was going to be my question. Did you run with it, or you just stood there looking silly? But uh, the uh, the other thing is, yesterday you and Hobgood uh, and uh, Robert were talking about Bud Wilkerson that record. If memory serves me correct, uh, uh, he had a son that was pretty good quarterback. Actually, uh, I think it might have been the Tobacco Bowl here, but. Uh, it might have been against Virginia or Richmond, I forget, but back in the mid-60s, I think, or early 60s, uh, he had a son, Jay Wilkerson, who was a uh, starting quarterback for Duke and played here. And so uh, he didn't play with his dad at Oklahoma, but he did yeah. play at Duke, there Jay Wilkerson. There you go. <clears throat> I knew a quarterback at Duke that played it in the 40s who uh, was there for the Rose Bowl against, was it Oregon, when they played the Rose Bowl in uh, in Durham that, that one year because America had been attacked in Hawaii and they didn't want to risk anything on the West Coast. Hey, dog, your time is up. You went a little bit over, but we'll let you roll and we'll take a pause here from our fine sponsors. Thank you for the story and clarifying it all the way for us, partner. I guess he's gone. He got out of town for the posse gun. Anyway, thank you, Roy. Appreciate the call. We'll take a pause. It's 933. Push it 934. We shall return right after this. we got to do our dog of the day. and uh, I mean, excuse me, we got a dog of the day and our pick of the litter and look at a couple of these college games as well and uh, then make picks. We need to make picks on the four playoff series, dog. we got a lot to do when we get back. Stay with us. Looking for Braves baseball? Your search ends here. Follow every curveball, stolen base, and grand slam of the playoffs here on the exclusive home of the Atlanta Braves in the capital city. 1061 ESPN Richmond. It looked out for him. Yeah, that, that the is. The story a, of the hurricane. That is a great song. Uh, the first time I ever heard it was in Dazed and Confused. 
Uh, Matthew McConaughey and two of the other actors, they show up in the bar, and that song's playing when McConaughey opens the door. And oh, it's, yeah. Here comes the story of the hurricane, so that's a great scene. But yeah, it's a great song. And to make sure I get the clean version, because there is, I think there's only one cuss word, but um, just in case. It's not till later in the song. I think it starts with an F. There's there's a couple. Uh, then there's a couple of them. Yeah, go up, uh, yeah, cut it off. Yeah, we get so, to that. so I had to make sure I got the Queen version, but yeah. it's a great song and just it the definition of a song that just tells a story. It um, does not the classic format for a song well, you'd expect, but man, he that was a great song. Uh, then you are listening to Jack of Hearts that tells a story by Dylan too. And then of course there's the all time story told by Dylan on vinyl, and that was Sad Eyed Lady of the Lowlands, which is a whole side of an album. Right. <laughs> I used to tell your boy Billy D down the hall. I said you got to go take a break or something. You got to do for a while. I said put on Sad Eyed Lady of the Lowlands. You'll be covered, dog. You will. No, Twenty two minutes or something like that. There's some of those rock songs. <laughs> just, I mean, a little bit lesser extent. Stairway to Heaven's always been my favorite. That's that's tells a bit of a story too, and it's just. It's those rocks. I just love that style of song where they tell a story in it. Like, this, uh, that one does. Like hey, American Pie, too. I yeah, American Pie. There's another. We got to get going, dog. We got things to do. That's true. Okay, so we just can't ramble here. We got to actually get, <laughs> we gotta get going. All right, let's go baseball. Okay. Uh, Orioles are playing the five seed Rangers, which makes sense. Houston's three playing, or excuse me, two playing three. In the National League, uh, the pooch got taken behind the barn. Uh, now they preset these things. Atlanta should be playing, you know, one, four, or three. The winner of that, or excuse me, four or five. The winner of that. All right. So this is where the the, the bad job happened. It's all predetermined. They do not reset the Dodgers and the Diamondbacks because the Dodgers of two would be playing three if it went chalk. Well, not everything goes chalk. This didn't go chalk. So the Braves got to play number four Phillies. The Dodgers got to get to get to play. Now I say that now, but it could you know they could beat them. The number six Diamondbacks. So, who would you rather see the Braves play, Phillies or Diamondbacks? Diamondbacks. They ought to reset. They ought to reset, plain and simple. Plain and simple, reset this thing. And then they get the Diamondbacks, and and the Phillies will be going to L.A. As it turns out, the Dodgers and Diamonds, same division. Braves and Phillies, same division. All right, Donkey. uh, Baltimore and uh, the, uh, the Texas Rangers, who do you take? What's your name, Robert? Okay. All right, go ahead. Sorry, there was there's a phone call that came. Oh, they, dro- well, they dropped. The f- they dropped oh, off. Take the phone call if, you, yeah. if you're listening and uh, you called in and you know, I was taking Robert. Uh, just uh, call back and Robert will pick you up. We also got to do pick of the litter and dog of the day, and we'll get to baseball. I guess we're gonna have to hurry through that. Baltimore and the Rangers. We'll have these games on, by the way. Tune in. Now the Spiders will come on at three and probably go to about six thirty, and then we'll pick up. Uh, what game will we pick up there? It'll be huge. Who is it? Uh, Atlanta and Philadelphia because we're the home of the Atlanta Braves too so there you go we got Baltimore and uh, the Rangers then we've got Houston and the Minnesota Twins All right, Reggie what do you got Reg Uh, my Orioles man Frank Robinson the boys ain't walking through the door but this group seems to be a pretty scrappy group I'm a little worried about my front line pitching now we did my front line pitching of the Orioles on the short series Uh, well they've had time off which can sometimes hurt you uh, they, listen, they won 100 and what, 101 game, games, 101, 102 yeah. games. Uh, the pitching obviously is decent. It's a young pitching staff, and uh, you know they've got guys that are 26, 27, 23, and all of a sudden, the bright light, big city shining on them, and this is when they yeah. got to do it. Uh, 
you know, they've all got their career highs and innings pitched in the season because they are young. Uh, the bullpen's been used up, used a lot, especially in the last month. And if they kept Tampa Bay at bay, do I say Tampa Bay at bay at arm's length? And uh, the closer has an elbow injury, so uh, their pitching staff's a little rattled right now. They're gonna have to dig down deep. What else you got? Well, I remember um, Big Buckets had a commercial where he talked about antifreeze. He said, "I plug holes," and that was back in the day. So I said, "God bless old Big Buckets." Even though you know he no longer there, but he had some good commercials back in the day. I don't know who Big Bucket was. Big, big oh, Buckus. I thought you said Big Bucket. I'm going, all right. Oh, Buckus. Was, <laughs> yeah. It's that Southern Girl. I got an announcement to make. I got an announcement to make. Yesterday, I, I, uh, I made a, a, a purchase that will arrive in late October for hearing aids. Ta-da! See, my van, I have no, there's no vanity involved here. I don't care telling people. That's the one thing I'll tell you. I don't like talking about myself, but a lot of people that know me, and I can t- I can hear on the air fine because I can turn up the the, uh, the sound, you know? But uh, when I leave out of here, it's like, I'm sorry, what? What did you say? So uh, people that know me will be happy to know that I'll be able to hear them talking, huh? <laughs> well, what else you got, Reggie? What else you got, dog? Well, Bowie State and Virginia State are going to have a rough one this week. Uh, Bowie State homecoming, I believe, and Union got to travel down the road. So we're going to see what the men of Troy and I just got to say, I'm kind of praying for Mike London to kind of upset Virginia because I still say that people don't like it. Virginia <laughs> hired the wrong coaches, football and head coach. I'm sorry. They need a person that was, uh, what can I say, more experienced for uh a uh, very the job like UVA. Yeah. So uh, I'm just saying after next year, changes need to be made. I'm well, sorry. I, 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 yeah, well, we'll see how uh, Elliot does the rest of the way, Coach Elliot does the rest of the way. Hey, we got to jump because we got to make our picks here, Hoss. Thank you for calling as always, Reggie. You bring a good sense of Thank humor. You. you bring a good sense of humor to the show all the time. Thank you, Hoss. We try. All right, partner. All right, Ra- Robinero. Robinero. I can fire you- my picks off quickly here. All right, wait a minute. Baltimore and the uh, Rangers. I don't want this, but I think Rangers win. Texas. All right, how many games? Uh-huh. A little, little curveball for you. I think it goes all five. All right, Houston and Minnesota. I think Houston wins. Uh, Houston. I, I think Houston wins. Yeah, Houston. How many games? Uh, that'll go four. <laughs> All right, Atlanta and Philadelphia this is the one we're both a little worried about. Yeah, um, my their head, pitching staff is racked up. Braves yeah. is. Go ahead. I got Braves in five. Um, if this was a seven game series, I think it might go seven. All right, this is five. And then Arizona and the Dodgers. The Dodgers. Go ahead. I think the Dodgers win this one four games. All right, you got uh, Texas in five, Houston in four, Atlanta in five, LA in four. All right, and uh, I will go here and do some things different. But, oh boy, you know, you read about Baltimore's pitching staff; it's like, ouch. <laughs> and I'm, I'm, ru- I want to be wrong on the Orioles. Yeah, I want them we, to win, but well, Houston and Atlanta be fun because uh, the, the Verlander brothers, uh, Justin Verlander, pitcher for Houston, and Ben Verlander, a big Atlanta Brave fan. And wouldn't that be fun? I imagine Justin Verlander grew up an Atlanta fan as well. I mean, they both grew up in Goochland. We had Atlanta Braves here then. I mean, the Richmond Braves. All right, I'm gonna. Um, I'm gonna take Baltimore to win the, the win this one. 
Baltimore, despite their, their woes. And it's going to take them five to grind it out, and then they'll get chewed up by Houston uh, because uh, their pitching is already uh, beat up and thin and hurt and all that kind of thing. I'll take Houston and the Twins, who played well. They, well, the, the teams that advanced were all sweeps. And now they get in, you know, baseball, the, the other teams have been off for six days, and they're going to get a little rusty. We've seen it happen. So I'm going to say Houston in five also. Um, I, boy, this is, this, is, this is another one. This is one where I, we both hope is wrong. I mean, it's right, but nervous about it. Uh, Atlanta. Uh, and they're going to go five because their pitching staff's a little beat up as well. Charlie Morton Salt has been beat up, and uh, Max Freed. And I, I, I tell you what, I got to look up and see what's going on with those two. Um, because uh, you got to have your pitching, got to have it. But but they got they've got uh, you know uh, uh, Acuna, who's played well. Matt Olson, fifty four homers, one hundred thirty nine RBI. Uh, Acuna what forty one and seventy some steals, first ever. Um, uh, Albies has thirty one homers, thirty three and one hundred nine. They can hit. Got to get some pitching. Got to get some pitching. On that, they have to. Here's what I'm going with my heart and not my head. Uh, and I, and I, I have a good friend, a great man that I really enjoy spending time with. His name is uh, Richard November, a.k.a. I hung the name on him. Richard and Dodgers, Dodger Dick. You've heard me talk about him. Really good man. I liked him. Just a good person. And he's a Dodger fan. He used to go to Vero Beach for the camps and, you know, where you put on the uniform and all that. I'm going to take Zona. You know why not? Yeah, I think I think you have to take one upset. Or yeah, you'll have, but I think it's it's smart money to take one upset. There's there should be one upset. I'm I'm worried about which one it's going to be, but there should be one upset in this round. There usually is almost in all these sports, even though there's usually a much better team. There's usually some sort of upset. Something breaks right for the underdog. Kershaw thirteen and five with a two four six, but you know in the postseason his ERA is like a four four six or something like that. And another thing is the Dodgers lost in this round last year, didn't they, to the Padres? Yeah. They have a tendency outside of twenty twenty, which they won the World Series in the shortened year. They have a tendency to have these great regular seasons and fall flat in the postseason. Uh, well, so they're not, not a bad pick to lose. I'm gonna go with Arizona. And we're going full throttle on this one, too. Why not? All right, let's take a pause. We'll come back and do our uh, pick of the litter, which I both I think we agree is Dallas-San Francisco. And then we got to find the dog of the day, which shouldn't be too tough either. I know exactly uh, which yeah. one I got. <laughs> well, I think we got the same My one. My favorite team's playing in it. <laughs> My favorite team to hate. Uh, the J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. All right, stay with us right here on 106.1 ESPN. We'll come back and wrap up. It's Friday for the weekend, and we're all having a good time. Stay with us. This weekend, the Spiders entertained the Black Bears of Maine in a key CAA showdown. Catch all the action beginning Saturday afternoon at 3 here on 1061 ESPN. Your home of the Richmond Spiders in the capital city. In the capital city. All right, Dallas and San Francisco is obviously, we both agree. Dog of the day. We need to get like one or two people to do this with us every week and see who yeah, does do. it. You know, just to incorporate the fan listenership and get them involved in uh, in, in making picks with us for fun. We don't bet. We don't do lines. We just do it all right. Uh, you're, you're picking San Francisco to win. I take it. Yeah, I pick uh, San Francisco. I, I don't. I think they're um, they're going to win this game. The line is four. Not that we care about that, but no. I think it's going to be a close game. Uh, the Cowboys. I say this over and over again. When they lose, 
they never. It's not often that they get blown out, especially in these games. They usually find a creative way to lose these games. So it's going to be entertaining. Cowboys games always are. 49ers games are usually entertaining. I think it's going to be one of the better games of the year. I think the 49ers win by six. Ooh, 49ers by six. I just The Cowboys are going to be in it and have a chance to win, and they're going to do something. They're going to do something very Cowboys. And you and you know that all too well. What I mean by that, they just they don't they don't get blown out in these games. They just have a creative interception, a fumble, some stupid play, and Forty ers win. I'm gonna say San Francisco by. Hang on there, donkey. Uh, boy, they both have good defenses. That's a big thing. That, to keep I mean, they, that's why you can't. I mean, you can only put X and they amount both of money. You too. To, they to, don't just wait for you. You can only put you know, so many points in a line difference to say, okay, San Francisco went by six, but I mean, how many points could be scored in the game? Combined, they've given up ninety nine points this year, and in, uh, in, in eight games combined, um, I'm still gonna say San Francisco by nine. Okay. No, I don't hate. That. I don't hate that pick. You don't like it. I said I don't hate that no. pick. I just I just lean towards Cowboys usually are close when they do lose. Yeah, well, this is a this is a horse of a different color they're playing. Right. And the, this is a playoff rematch of the last two years. Yeah, there so you some go. interesting. Uh, dog, dog of the day, we, we both have Jets at Denver. Yep. Who do you have winning? I can't believe I'm saying this. I have the Jets to win. So obviously <laughs> they are uh they're winning they're covering that two and a half and winning outright. Uh the Jets, I I think their defense is gonna score a touchdown. I think that's gonna be the difference. These offenses, Jets offense is obviously bad. Chief, uh Broncos improved from last year, but what has actually improved from it was terrible last year. Um these these teams aren't going far. Zach Wilson gained a little bit of confidence, but I think it's the Jets defense that scores or sets them up in such great field position that makes the difference. All right, I got Denver winning by two. You got the Jets winning by, I hope that by what? Hmm? Uh, I got the Jets winning by three. I hope the Broncos win, though. I can't ever root oh, for the yeah. Jets. They're in your division. Unless, you can't it pull hel- for unless it happens to help Miami like they're playing Buffalo, I do not root for New York. I mean, I'll be pulling for – and I don't like San Francisco worth a darn any either. But I'm pulling for Miami, San Francisco, and the Rams this yep. weekend. That's how, that's that, how it works. That's, I mean, that's their – they're beat. They're you know Miami's playing the Giants. The Rams are hosting Philadelphia, and, uh, and the Niners are going to hopefully beat Dallas. That stupid Jets logo. <laughs> I do. Uh, if, if people always think it's the Patriots or the Bills. Nope, it's the Jets. As a Dolphins fan, you just grow up and you know that Dolphins hate the Jets. Obviously, Tom Brady made us hate the Patriots a little bit, but the Jets have always been there. Jets have always been there. Um, they, yeah. What was their initial original nickname? I don't. I don't know that. I should, probably should. I should know my rival better than that. Titans. 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 Better than Jets. <laughs> well, you had Mets. No, the Jets is a good You game. had Mets the Jets. And the, Jets the Metropolitans, the Jets. Um, they were Titans, because they, you know, kind of offset Giants. You know, Titans, Giants. They'll always be the little brother of the Giants. Oh, yeah, but the, the name was yeah, similar. No, yeah, there's a there's – if you look around, there's a fair amount of that in different leagues and things where names are, are similar. Uh, but different, but similar. I forget the term that that's used. But anyway, all right, uh, we're out of time. I want to thank Dennis, Dennis Bigmeyer and Perry Miller. Perry Miller and Dennis Bigmeyer for being a part of the show this morning, making our football, I mean, our racing picks. Uh, I think that's all we had. All you guys that call and listen, thank you for calling in. Thanks for listening. We would not have a show without you guys. We didn't even get much college football done today, darn it. And uh, we will, we'll do it next week more of that. Go Robert, Monarchs. thank you. There you go. Thank you for your work on the side of the glass. Thanks for you guys for listening. Thanks to all our sponsors. Go see them. Tell them you hear it here. They'll take care of you. I promise you that. Have a great weekend. Enjoy all the sports. Monday morning, 7 o'clock, King, and we're back at 8. We're your exclusive